as I tried to get away, I kept awaking another. Oh no! Awaking oh, another area and activated another tower. <laughs> Flipping great! My monk was running for his life, <laughs> screaming like a little girl. Might as well have just been named Nancy. What's what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone episode 42, Back in My Day. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. What happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life. You wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Shattered Soulstone. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 42 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday, June 19th, and I am your host, Nevik. I am joined by only one of my co-joeys, and I'll explain why the other one isn't here, and our fourth musketeer. How are you tonight, Jen? I'm doing okay. I've been pretty healthy lately, surprisingly. Um, I tried a new uh, allergy supplement to make a long story short, and it's working well, so I'm doing all right. That's good to hear. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I, I actually had a longer Wednesday at work than I normally have, but that's all right. And um, my kids are watching a movie, so hopefully uh, hopefully, hopefully, no truck interruptions later in the show. But our fourth musketeer is here. Lantonio, how are you? Hey, not too bad. Been uh, keeping busy, doing a little extra work around work and around home and getting some stuff done. Not a whole lot's different. I actually haven't played a ton of Diablo, um, at least not since the last our last show recording because of being busy. Um, and then also, unfortunately, I had a uh, passing of a friend that I've known since about oh, no. uh, second oh, grade. Wow. Sorry to hear it's that. It's actually my yeah my uh, my my best friend's father that I've known for a long time died of cancer. So oh. he didn't. Uh, we you know got all that. I don't know the exact funeral dates and stuff yet because he's got to be like moved and stuff but that'll be soon but that'll put a little damper on game time and then you know, I would say yeah, yeah. it's it's <laughs> wow it, it would be hard to even you know want to sit down in front of a computer at that point yeah just you know I I knew he was sick like for a long time and stuff but I guess still. I didn't realize how bad. Well, it's still always the game, but it's still always a shock, no matter the circumstances, you know. Yeah. Other than that, though, like real life, I'm just you know, it's summer, so play less video games. As everyone will notice anyway, and then get stuff down, yard work, inside, everywhere, work, regular stuff, you know. Trying to play, but I've actually even canceled the dead and waiting last night, even though it wouldn't matter because the servers were down, I guess. But 
I just yeah. really busy. <laughs> yeah, the servers did come back up, and uh, evidently there was a bug um, that that our friend Chris was privy to, and I don't know how or why or whatever it happened, but essentially he had six thousand um, flawless square uh, emeralds. Wow! Yeah, I saw that. I saw that tweet picture and. Yeah, I'm trying and to um, out what was going on? And with he was that. like, "Well, no, those I I haven't been stockpiling those. There there is actually supposed to be legendaries underneath those gems." It's <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, that's weird." So, hopefully that got resolved. But as I mentioned, our my my other Kojoey, Brasia, he could not be here tonight. Um over the weekend, he, there was a family medical emergency and everything's fine now, but uh you know, with that being said, they did have to go to the hospital. There was a surgery involved, and but everybody's fine and resting now. So, um, Brasia, our all of our thoughts are with you and your family, and I, I surely hope that that the recovery goes well. With uh, it wasn't Brasia himself; it was his son. So, hopefully, your son recovers quickly. And I'm, you know, kids, kids miraculously bounce back. In fact, I imagine within a day or two he'll be, you know, running around and acting as if nothing ever happened. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Scary week. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's wow. been one of them. One of them weeks again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's been one of those weeks. Oh, I certainly hope that it doesn't come in threes. So, um, all right, let's it's move okay, in. Okay, never. Could be all right. Uh, well, you never know. You know, I did have <laughs> that scare last year. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, let's move into what we've been up to in-game. Um, well, I probably had arguably the shortest week, maybe, with all three of us. I, I've been busy doing other stuff. Um, let's see, what what exactly? Well, it was Father's Day, but I, was, I worked. <laughs> and uh, let's see. But I did get um, my solo, self-found, no-stash, no-auction-house, hardcore wizard uh, through Act 1 normal. And that was at MP5 in my wizard nancy is sitting at level 17 no no real close calls you know it's normal and you, you might argue that why would i even risk you know doing mp5 well you know why not better loot possibly you know who knows yeah haven't really been too lucky on the loot front other than that my hardcore barbarian that was born on our anniversary, Diablo 3's anniversary night when we were doing our um, birthday suit challenge. She's up to 16, also cleared Act 1 Normal. And speaking of. Yeah, speaking of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and my softcore wizard is up to Paragon 72. <laughs> Don't ignore it. <laughs> Don't worry, so, folks. It, it's, it, I, I have it aging in a barrel. You know what? You don't make you you make me feel better. It's all right because, you know, <laughs> as slow as I am with dead and waiting nights, I, I I don't compare to how slow you're being with this one. So it's not too bad. But I did notice something that, a uh, an interview about something having to do with a wizard. Man, that popped up real quick. Well, it was only an hour of audio <laughs> to go through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you kind of do point twenty there. minutes a day. You'll you'll you should have been done a long time ago. <laughs> yes, this is true. Um. But like I said, I've been busy doing other things. Yeah. Nah, I don't feel bad. I still got a two and a half week old dead and waiting. I'm only halfway through, so. Yeah. It'll, it'll get there when it gets there. It's podcasting. It's time shifted media. It'll get there. It'll be just as good as if you did it the same day, you know? Same stuff. Right. 
That's right. And it's not like the, you know, it's not time sensitive. I mean, even though it was, <laughs> you know, in celebration of Diablo 3 turning one year old, you know, there's there's no time sensitivity there, right? I think our listeners understand. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm sure I'm sure they do. As as much as Jen likes to robot every now and then. Oh no! Again? Yeah, yeah. So, Lantonio, why don't you go into more detail about what you've been up to? All right. I'm pretty sure I never told you guys this. Just the um, I'm done waiting. I talked about it. I actually in hardcore found a really nice ring. Probably the best ring I've ever found. Even better than the last one a while, a long time ago I found when I was just starting hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a trifecta ring. And it had, if I remember right, it had like five crit chance, attack speed of, I believe, eight. I'm trying to remember like all was it. But either way, I do know what it had, which things I just don't have, how much it had. It had crit damage, crit chance, attack speed. All res, so it was almost a quadfecta, and it had um, dexterity. And I put it up for a hundred mil bid, and didn't get any hits all the way through. Right, so I put it up for fifty mil bid, got a hit instantly. I'm like, all right, well at least I got fifty mil. Mm-hmm. Well, the last three minutes came down. I'm watching it. I got about four bids like in a row. It went up to two hundred and like forty nine million. <laughs> total that's actually what i that's yeah that's actually what i cleared so i think it was like 280 million but the the weird thing is it didn't sell for 100 million the first time right so i mean it, that tells you the luck of you know when someone's actually watching your bid so i was sitting on a pretty penny of gold in hardcore and i was sitting playing debating on what i should get and that same day, I found an IK armor piece, by the way, which was absolutely awesome for my Barbarian. It ended up having, um, let's see, I'll take a look at it. 642 armor, 156 strength, 74 vit, uh, perfect 80 all res, 4% life, and 3 open sockets. So I was Not bad. Pretty, pretty happy with that. It definitely gave me a huge upgrade compared to the... Um, Archon armor that I had crafted It wasn't any good I mean, For the most part it didn't have anything special on it But so That was one less thing I had to buy And I had borrowed a few Items from a friend of mine named Smitty uh, When I first got into hardcore With or the level 60 with the new barb Because the last one dying So what I did is I bought the IK boots and the IK Belt got those replaced and gave him his old ones back and all that stuff that I had borrowed from him back and it pretty much upgraded everything um, I got some new shoulders but those I actually spent a ton on crafting to, to get good ones um, got a, a mempo helm new everything, new weapon, new shield new pants, new rings but everything is going really good because I actually was able to pretty much double my DPS from base of like 25 to 32 to now it's anywhere from about 49 to 52. So that's pretty cool. And I still have over 70k life. And I just hit, um, before the show, Paragon level 32. So it's mm-hmm. moving on up in hardcore. It's getting a lot more scary though. Not scary as I'm having close calls because pretty much having no problems at the moment at least nothing that i haven't had any any close calls for a long time 
but the more I get invested with the higher paragons, which I was talking to Ninepad about tonight, because he's at level 51, I believe, with his witch doctor. Talking about how invested we're getting, you know? So, like, if we die, or I die, it's going to hurt really bad having yeah. 32 paragons, you know? Yeah. But I actually decided to uh, start another alternate character, too, amongst the time I was playing. I, I started a witch doctor to get... Um, Going of course. Hardcore. Of course. As you do, I, right? Yeah, one of the ones I haven't had yet. So, let's see. I have Hellfire Ring on them, a Cane set, a Born set, and I oh also have goodness. a um, Flawless or a Star Ruby. Flawless, a regular Star Ruby, one of the two. And then I have like a, a belt that gives another 20 um, experience per kill. So, the experience has been extremely warped up. Uh, we've been running with nine pad and they started today at level 27 in nightmare mp10 act 3 and be right before the show which we did less than an hour i'm at level 48 <laughs> so it was just going like zap 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 level 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 it was really cool oh my. so that was fun so if i get to play later tonight because i actually have a little bit of time after show to bring out how late we go which was always emails i don't know about that but <laughs> hopefully I can even have him to 60 by tonight. So, I mean, like I said, and uh, what we were doing in real life, I didn't have a ton of time to play. That's kind of all happened in one day, all that stuff. And then I played a little bit before the show and got those levels with the Witch Doctor. But mm-hmm. other than that, I haven't done anything too crazy. Um, like I said, I missed the uh, last couple of Dead and Waitings. Um, the one we usually record last night. I had to skip that one because of being busy. So, but... yeah. Next week we'll start up again and have a bunch of content, I'm sure. So, yeah. That's about what I've been doing. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned uh, having some time to play after the show tonight. Mm-hmm. I will n- most likely not be playing Diablo 3 tonight because uh, <laughs> I rented uh, The Last of Us and I'm going to be oh. playing that. So, how is? Have you played it at all yet? Good. I've been wondering how that game is. I rented it uh, last... Friday, and I only played for one night. It's a game that I absolutely cannot play with my kids in the no. room or awake. No. So, um, yeah, I got about maybe three and a half hours in, okay. and it hasn't hooked me like Tomb Raider. And I'm sorry, folks. You know, I, I'm sure people are going to come come at me with a, oh yeah, you you hate people talking about Sim City, right? <laughs> 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 but um. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. I, I like it. I've listened to a couple podcasts because, you know, I'm not just a PC gamer or Blizzard gamer. I, I'm a gamer, so I, I play all kinds of games. And I've heard that it gets a lot better about maybe four hours in, so I'm, like, right on that cusp. So I'm looking forward to it. So um, if you're looking for a game that's uh, kind of like Uncharted but not like Uncharted, I, I would definitely give it a shot. So... That's all I'm going to say on that. So, Jen, what have you been up to in-game? I've been playing a lot. I finally figured out kind of how to get my writing schedule, I guess, more efficient so I have time to play. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. This is good. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure all of our listeners are 
probably fist pumping right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's about what I was this time. Like, it worked! I have time to play! <laughs> anyway, um, so, let's see. Um, Sean and I were playing our characters that we rolled on the first night of D3. So that's my Demon Hunter, 37, and his Barbarian, Smashes. And I think the last... Stands in fire. Smashes stands in fire. Yes, he does. Yep. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the last show I said we were, like, right about to go fight the Skeleton King. In Nightmare, right. and we did. We got him. Um, it was a pretty awesome. good fight. It was a good fight. It was a lot of fun. I really liked that battle. You know, I just it's always fun. So we've done that on Nightmare now, and got the achievements and all that stuff. And then after that, I've been playing my Barbarian. So Zeta's at level fifty-four. Oh, you're getting. So I'm close. getting there. Like I don't know what it is this week. I've just been like, okay, I really want a level sixty character, and I've just been like trying really hard to get her there. And she's in hell, and she just got through. Um, uh, Leoric's torture chamber, basically that whole section. Oh right, I your hate that section. section. It's awful. It just makes me nauseous the whole time. I'm like, this is just just not cool. I mean, I can handle like you know everything else in D3, but something about this is just not my thing at all. Um, so I was going through that and uh, was talking to Straight Up Jack when I was playing the last part of that. He happened to come on, so that was kind of cool. You know, it's nice to talk to somebody after being up until four in the morning running through the torture chamber, you know, <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. That was cool. And then um, I got to, I didn't even realize I w that moving to the next section would be the battle with the butcher, you know? Oh. Didn't know. It was like probably about five in the morning. I'd been playing the whole night and... Um, and I, I mean, I usually go to sleep around like four, you know, so it was kind of late for me even. And um, I figured, all right. I'm in this, I've started this, I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens, you know, worst case scenario, I die, and I just start here again, because I'm just playing on softcore, and I ended up killing the butcher in one attempt, and wow. I was dead amazed, I'm like, really? How did this happen? I mean, it was a good fight, it was a lot of, like, running around the floor to make sure you don't stand in the fire, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. making use of those yeah. two little health globe things on the side, um, but I learned this tactic, like, you know how, okay, he's got two tactics other than the floor going on fire. He has those spikes he throws out, you know? Right. And Scorpion spikes. Yeah, he yeah. does those. And the other one is he'll charge, right? If you can get out of the way when he charges, he will run, in, run himself full force right into the wall and knock himself stupid for a while. He's, like, literally stunned. Yep. So, I mean, I didn't know that until now. You know, I'm in hell mode. I've done this so many times to get to hell mode, and it's like, oh, hey, he's stunned. <laughs> but I figure maybe somebody else didn't notice that either, so I figured I'd pass that along. Um, well, it's possible. Yeah. I, I mean, either you've been unlucky and always been hit by him at that point, or you're so far off screen you don't see him get stunned. It's possible, you know? I mean, depending on what you're playing... You might be out of the way because you're playing a ranged character, you know, but anyway. Yeah. So that was fun. You know, like five in the morning, I was like, okay, I killed the butcher in hell. Check it out. You know, <laughs> it was pretty cool. And beyond that, um, Sean has rolled uh, a character to play on his own when we're not playing together. So he now has a demon hunter. And the demon hunter is named Shootas, S-H-O-O-T-A-Z, because it shoots, you know. <laughs> and he's mm -hmm. he's been playing it, so that's awesome. He's now gotten into the game too. Yay, you know, <laughs> always good. Yeah, that is that is very good. And yeah. uh, I, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, he's still playing and he's rolling alts. This is awesome. He's like that far into the addiction with the rest of us, you know. Um <laughs> so other than that, I found a Zarheim from a while ago and just realized it was in my screenshots. So we have Zarheim the Gorgon to appear at some point. 
in the future. Oh, yes. I couldn't remember for the life of me how to add that. You know, I'm just yeah. like, um, don't know. <laughs> so. It's not super easy. I, I had to create um, a little uh, code thing to copy and paste. And uh, yeah, I, I'll explain it later. But it's not as easy as just tossing it up on the page. Right. Because it just messes the formatting up. And it took me a good while to get something together to where I wasn't constantly fixing it. And now that I got it to a point where, um, yeah. This is a lot of a lot of information that people are like. Holy yeah, if you don't holy? if you don't do if you don't add photos to things, it's probably yeah. yeah right not relevant at all for a lot of people. But um, I just didn't even you know. But I found one, so um, yep. that was sometime while I was playing, and I had this question about an achievement that Sean got um before we killed uh, Diablo in uh, normal. You know, from there, mm -hmm. I was going through my screenshots and I noticed that we're in, okay, we're in Act 4, we're in Gardens of Hope, second tier, and an achievement pops up for him, and we're in the same party, so I can see the achievement. He earned Beastmaster of Ariat in Act 4. It's an Act 3 achievement. Any ideas how this possibly could have happened? Because I can't figure it out. Um... No. Yeah. Um, it's sitting there on my screen. I'm going, Beastmaster Variant. How is it? There it is, man. I don't know. <laughs> Does Diablo 3 timestamp things? Yeah. Because. Well. It says. Because it's possible that maybe he earned it while you were still in Act 3, unless this was a fresh game from Act 4 that you started up. I don't know. But it's not like we went from Act 3 to, like, the first part of Act 4. We were yeah. in Gardens of Hope second tier. That's interesting. We had to have gone through the first tier at the very least, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I... That... That's... That's a... That's it's a, a mystery, that's, you know? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mysteries, I got a screenshot of a, uh, a champion. When I started fighting the champion pack, it... There was one, like the main yellow guy, wasn't moving. And I figured it was just, okay, well, I'll attack the other guys, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention to it. And eventually it said that I got the kill, but the guy had never moved. It's, it was a, like a yellow frog in um, the Southern Highlands. And it's just, and I have, took a bunch of screenshots of it like, so I could like sit next to it. And I, all he kept doing is like moving his head left and right. Hmm. And it's just it's just a gold monster standing right next to me, like not attacking, almost like it's a summoned being. And I couldn't figure it out. It obviously glitched of some sort. Yeah. And like the monster's obviously. sitting there, like it, it glitched to where it never got procked, but somehow it did. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember for a while back in Act One, if you would uh, spacebar fast enough to the point um, through the conversation when uh, Deckard goes into his house, and if you would spacebar fast enough through it he would uh th he would get stuck on the geometry right outside right of his outside. house yeah, yeah i remember that oh, i didn't yeah, know about so that one i have heard of the one that lantonio is talking about though like back in the beta that was happening mm. and I, there was a video on youtube i wish i could remember who's or where to find it but there was somebody that was trying to slay a monster that was right next to the opening of a, a dungeon like you're already they were already in the dungeon somewhere obviously to get the skeleton kings as far as you could go in the beta but um and they're just like you know i think it was a barbarian with an axe just swinging at this thing and nothing's happening 
Hmm. And he's not getting hit, and that thing's just standing there, you know. Um, obviously, it was pretty low level because it was, you know, the beta at the time, or it was just right after, the, maybe, maybe right after everything launched. But I've heard of that. I just didn't know if that was still going. Hmm. Yeah, well, I got the screenshots. I'm not sure how I link them to you guys, but I got the screenshots of it, a couple of them, so you could tell that I could just kept moving around and sitting next to them. So. It's probably okay. just one of those bugs that rears up every now and then, and it's hard to reproduce, therefore it's hard to track down what's causing it. Yeah, and well it didn't hurt my game at all or nothing. I and, still yeah. that he died, but... I mean, if it's not breaking the game in a malicious kind of way where it's crashing the game, then it's probably a bug that's, you know, gonna remain because it's hard to hard to reproduce. You know, I, I've come... I've, I've been on the side of uh, QA, you know, for games, and yeah, there are many bugs that never get fixed because they're not important enough to get fixed, <laughs> and they're hard enough to reproduce that um, even if you know how to reproduce them, it's just you know it's just one of those things where it's not worth the time to spend on trying to fix that bug because who knows by fixing that bug you could actually cause more bugs and worse bugs to occur. So yeah, that's weird. But let's let's talk about um, wow. I was. Tr- trying to find some way of segueing into our our sponsor ad but um i can't really think of anything so we are sponsored by audible if you go to bit.ly slash ssp book you can get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial your 30-day free trial will also give you access to all of their specials that they offer to their members as well as digital versions of the new york times and wall street journal and in addition to that if you carry over your membership or say you know you get a book and you carry your membership over and you're not super happy with it you can return it no questions asked within one calendar year of the uh, purchase of it so that's pretty amazing so go to bit.ly slash book to get your free audiobook today so we have some tweeters not as many as we normally have which is perfectly fine because in all honesty it was getting a little out of hand but um jen can you do the honors with our with our tweets i can do that so our first one is from our friend rilandoon rilandune yeah is that really (laughs) oh no yes yeah the (laughs) i almost can't stop laughing thinking about it so uh I've been waiting to tell you a story about Real and Dune, and I have to tell it before I forget it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we might have our next little ploy for real, for good old Real. So I'm listening to you guys as heroically random, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was episode one or two. Well, I think there's only two of them in existence, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there's three, but whatever. Anyway, I'm listening to it out in my garage. I'm having a smoke, and my fiance comes out, and she's like, oh. You're listening to Dr. Drew. Oh, my. I said, actually, this is real, dude, but it sounds just like him, don't it? Because <laughs> oh, I listen to uh, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew show a lot, and she mm-hmm. thought that, first, like, positively thought that was doc- that real was Dr. Drew. So I had to uh, tell him about that one. He, he told me, he asked me nicely, kindly, please. Please don't tell Nevik. Please. Don't oh tell no. Him. So, so I, you know, I. Oh I, my I, goodness. Obviously, oh. tell him. I'm, tell you immediately when I get the chance. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. Oh. I, so, yeah, I, it was I, so funny. I, I don't know if I can I, actually twist that into something that will annoy him, but um, 
Oh, wow. he's probably annoyed that it's recorded and out for y'all to hear, you know? <laughs> yeah, I have. I didn't even really think about it, but after she said it, I was like, yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like him. Uh, I, might, I might have to dig out some Dr. Drew sound bites. Oh my goodness. Yeah, really <laughs> I already thought about that. Oh, there's wow. got to be something out there that's funny. Well, there's tons of uh, drops on Corolla show with Drew, so I'm sure that you can you can find them through uh, through that. So we'll get something. We'll, we'll find something. For <laughs> oh you. my goodness! We'll find something. Yep. Okay, so going back to his tweet, um, <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted at hometown hero zero zero eight, and uh, Roland Dune says, "Just thought of you dying loudly on at shattered stone dead and waiting." put a smile on my face and he's got a little smiley face with like a tongue sticking out after that (laughs) that's what he said and then we have a tweet from ninepad at ninepad gaming and this was to the show and also to nevik and ninepad says this shattered soulstone t-shirt is awesome thanks nevik and i remember he posted a picture of that too and it does look pretty awesome i had no idea we had shirts i'm like oh my god there's shirts i want one So that was kind of interesting. Um, you know, hey, I learned something new about my show through a tweet. Check it out. Um, <laughs> so the next one's from Torak at Torak1714, and it's to the show. He says, listening to episode 41 and loving it. I'll be donating to the Kickstarter fund for Nancy's Snickers bars. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. It's going to require a lot of funding. Yeah, let's let's use crowd tilt instead. Anyway, um, so the next one is um, from Shano, and he writes, "Locked out of the house, at Queen of Haiku is recording with at Shattered Stone, and I can't get her attention. Nice night out here, at least." <laughs> and that really did happen. That really did. I was I was here recording. Um, the interview the interview with jake yeah and normally yeah. like sean will go out of this room and go so- somewhere in the house and do stuff sometimes he goes you know takes a walk goes downtown whatever you know and so i didn't really think about anything and that when we were recording that i had to update my call recorder that records all of us through skype so i was like intently watching that thing to make sure it was doing what it was supposed to do and right. sean sent us like a little uh, message through skype you know and I'd missed the first one entirely. Now, later I learned that that was the, the message he sent saying, hey, I'm locked out, you know? <laughs> I missed it entirely, right? His second one comes up, and I see this out of context, and it, he wrote something to the effect of, oh, hey, you know, you could, like, mute your headset and then come out the door, you know? And I'm going, what the what the heck is this about, you know? And, I, and I'm thinking, what could he possibly mean? Because I had no idea he'd been locked out, right? And... um I'm thinking, okay, earlier I was thinking that, you know, my allergies weren't really good and I thought I wouldn't, you know, I might get sick during the show. Maybe that's what he means, but I'm okay. I don't, I don't get it, you know? <laughs> um, so later he comes around the back of the house and uh, knocks on the window, right? So I'm hearing something up against the window or, you know, right by, right by where I'm sitting. And I'm like, what is that? Is it the neighbor kids? And I'm sitting here listening. Like, you know, you can hear me like kind of go quiet during the show. And, uh, I'm listening, and I could hear the little neighbor kids running around playing. I'm like, okay, it must be them. So I had no idea he was outside the whole time. Poor Sean. Oh my goodness, poor Sean. <laughs> yeah, but we are in California, and it wasn't raining. It was nice out, you know. So he was yeah. okay. But yeah, that's that's what that's about. And it was still daylight. It was still daylight, sort of. you know. And he had his um, iPhone with him, you know, so he had entertainment, you know, podcasts and everything else. So yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> if anybody saw that, <laughs> go by on Twitter. 
That's so funny. Yeah, that's, you know, things happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, so going back to the rest of the tweets, we have another one from Rill and Dune. He says, where is the at Diablo one year anniversary naked hardcore gaming night episode Shattered Stone? Should we blame at Nevik James? I know I do. Uh, it's totally my fault. So there you go, Rill. There you are. Um, a couple of more tweets here. We have one from Scanline75. He says, After months of work on my hardcore witch doctor, with help from the At Shattered Stone crew, I've been all... I've spent all my gold on a full Zuni set. Now in business. Thanks. And that one's from Scanline. Awesome. I wonder how much all of his gold was. I don't know. Antonio, do you have any idea? Yeah, well, he had at least 75 to 100 mil, so... Okay, well, oh, no. at least it wasn't too much. It wasn't like yeah. hundreds of millions. <laughs> well, he had, I thought he had a bunch of pieces already. He must have just gotten the last couple, maybe. Yeah, he probably just decided, you know what, let's just complete this set. That must be what he means, because he said he had a full set. And I guess you could think maybe he brought it all at once, but if he had pieces, then maybe it's the completion. And we have one last tweet, which is actually from me. <laughs> and um, I did this when, you know, earlier I said that Sean had created a demon hunter that he was playing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm listening to him, to him play, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta send a tweet on this one. So I sent this to the show, and I wrote, Sean is playing D3 solo, a demon hunter, yelling, yeah, flip and kill him! Hashtag, have taught him well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Except he, except it was a little more colorful right. than flipping. Right, because, you know, I don't normally say flipping, so... <laughs> right. But, you know, you gotta gotta not swear on a Dawn Forge show. <laughs> if you've ever listened to any of my other podcasts that aren't Dawn Forge, you'll see. But um, yeah, it was just yeah. funny. You know, he's over there sounding like me. I'm like, alright, I've taught him well. Don't Yay. make you blush. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. You know, I grew up near Chicago and I swear like yeah. a sailor, I can't help it. It's just the way it is. I can turn it off obviously because you've never heard me say it on this show. But yeah. Man, one of these days, if you're ever on Mumble, gonna have to maybe do a ninja record and hopefully get you swearing. And then uh, I'll just have to take a whole bunch of sound effects from uh, <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, well, Randy. you know how normally, like when we're recording on Mumble and I'm playing and I'm going, uh oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> That's not normally right. what I'm saying. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> At least you can control yourself on like certain community members. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes. Who likes to join us for dead and waiting? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to teach, so I used to work around kids. So you have to be able to turn that off, you know. Right. Yep. Don't want to teach them those words. Yeah. No. The although, unfortunately, my kids have heard all of them <laughs> from me. <laughs> it's just you know, it's just not possible. Yeah. You know, it's just life. Kids pick stuff up. You know, I used to work at a daycare, and we had toddlers that had uh, learned a few choice words and how to use them appropriately. Oh. And they were toddlers. Oh, wow. They had very little language. You know, they drop something on the floor, the word that comes out of their mouth is one that you'd probably say. <laughs> you know? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had no awareness. No awareness that that wasn't appropriate. They just learned language at home. So. Yep. <laughs> then they look yeah, at as, us. As you see the... Uh, the bolts from the car tire go flying into the snow and then your father goes into the car and says do you know what your son said and then your mother <laughs> goes ah! 
Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, those little kids, they'd, uh, they'd say it, and then they'd Christmas look at us. They'd ever. look at us and be like, why are you laughing? <laughs> you know? yep. It's like, I used it, right? What? Anyway, so that's all of our so, tweets today. <laughs> yeah, so let's move into the email because we got a ton of email. Oh my goodness, we got a ton of email. So <laughs> let's get right into it. Our first email comes to us from Straight Up Jack. You might have heard us mention him earlier in the show or at least Jen did, mm-hmm. and he says, Hey, SS stoners, just listened to episode 41, and I'll definitely take you up on joining the Mumble, or in the Mumble channel. I have been hesitant to join because my level is so low compared to where you all are. There are a few other Mumble slash TeamSpeak channels I have found, but haven't really joined those either because the impression is most peeps that are on are there farming Inferno. I'm glad you liked my demon hunter's name of Bacon Bits. Yes, that's a great name. That's an awesome name. <laughs> the second one I made is simply Bacon Bits II, or Bacon Bits Two, two mm-hmm. if you, yeah, if you are so Romanly numeral, Roman numerally inclined. Um, and she killed the barber, the barber. I think he meant the butcher in a group, only to fall out in the. Wait, the barber... Oh, okay, maybe the barber to fall... There's there's a unique called the barber, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think so. I, yeah, you know what? I think there is. And, um... Because, uh... Yeah, I'll just continue the sentence and it'll make a little bit more sense. Um, I, and she killed the barber in a group only to fall out in the Dogger Oasis. I was killed by an unknown, but I'm pretty sure that the Demon Hunter isn't the class for me. Ah. Well, you tried. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would suggest the wizard, but if you're not used to being playing a wizard, then you might have trouble there too. Just you know, she's a little more tanky than a demon hunter, but not by much, <laughs> unless you know what you're doing. Um. So, anyways, uh, straight up, Jack continues. So far in Diablo three, I have only played a barb in softcore, and back in the days of Diablo, it was all barbarian. So my playstyle is definitely to get right up in some demon grill. For my third hardcore attempt, I decided to... Oh, wow. I decided to go with a wizard. As I was progressing through and building the character, I was really starting to see what Nevik loves about the wizard. That that little dude... I guess he's talking about the more masculine female wizard. Oh. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> named Bacon Bit, in honor of the two demon hunters that went before him, was really dishing out some retribution. He made it to level 21 and only died because I failed to listen to that little voice yet again. Oh, I took a break one afternoon from work and jumped on for a quick run, but noticed a fair amount of lag. Oh, yeah, if you're noticing lag, it's get safe, get out of there. Right, Lantonio? Yeah, well, for me, it's go to the orcs runs, but do something to get your main character out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He continues, I just knew I should let things settle down or turn it off altogether, but I moved out into the fog just a little too far, and a large pack of whites saw me, and before I knew it, my screen instantly went red, and bacon bit the wizard was dead. Oh... That one hurt. Dung, another wizard's dead. I mean, ah, <laughs> ah. 
that one hurt because the character was really doing well and the character seemed to fit my playstyle since he had all the protection buffs of I am an... Uh, wow. I, I, I kind of combined ice armor with diamond skinning. <laughs> and, ice on armor skin. <laughs> yes. And a nice combination of close-up attacks and more ranged attacks. Well, the name and bacon bit is officially retired for me. Oh no, Bridge is going to be disappointed. Too many deaths associated with that name. I've moved on to my fourth hardcore character, and this time rolled a monk named Last Call. At the moment, it was it was because I figured I was... Or, I'm sorry. I figured this was going to be my last attempt at a hardcore character. I've gotten over that easily avoidable lag death to my wizard, though, and fully intend on sticking with hardcore, though. Well, the monk might just be the best of the bunch for me. He has a plenty he has plenty of melee attributes, some pretty decent AoE that works when in the middle of a melee fight, and the all important healing attributes that come in handy during tough hardcore moments. Here is one such moment. I went into the runes of Act Two. Those towers produced a bunch of ant looking things. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Those things have a lot of health too. Um, there was a champion pack of those swarms and a few other assorted demons that all sort of converged on me in the first two screens I moved through. Well, panic started to set in as I realized I was being swarmed from just about every direction. As I tried to get away, I kept awaking another... Oh no. Oh, awaking boy. another area and activated another tower. <laughs> Flipping great! My monk was running for his life, <laughs> screaming like a little girl... Might as well have just been named Nancy. What? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh. uh, I like it. Well, <laughs> somehow I was just able to time my potions and self-heal abilities at just the right time when the screen turned red. This went on for probably a solid minute and a half to two minutes, and I had to pop about three potions and multiple self-heals. But I slowly got things under control, which felt awesome. I was so scared I was going to lose my monk down there, but he was just incredible under fire. I used a combination of heals and then hitting blinding flash, followed by my three attacks of crippling wave uh, with the mangle rune and lashing kick with vulture claw rune to take out the blinded demons, followed by followed up by a couple of hits of deadly reach with the piercing trident rune for the stuff just out of melee range before I ran a bit while waiting for heals to come off cooldown to repeat that process. That was a real pulse-pounding couple of minutes that I wish someone could have watched. That's, yeah, I, I'm sure you also probably needed a sedative after that, you know, just to calm yourself down. So, Last Call is alive and dealing out justice and drinks for all. Maybe I'll see you soon. With a happy face. Oh, and I'm glad to hear that Mumble, the Mumble server is not PG. I I don't know what you're talking about. We're always family friendly. And I also agree with Nevik that IPAs, oh, yes, are just horrible. And I added emphasis there because I, you know, editorial edit. You know. <laughs> Anyways, as my name has suggested, though, my favorite drinks. Or my favorite drink is a little harder than beer. Hmm, Jack. Yeah, his favorite drink Jack. is the same as mine. Yay. 
Oh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Although I do love indulging in some tasty suds, just nothing as bitter as IPAs. Bring, bring me an Irish stout any day of the week. It's like a meal in a glass. Peace, straight up Jack. And uh, I agree with, with liking the stouts. Anything dark is good, usually. Although chocolate stouts not so good. I, I can't get behind chocolate stouts. I think I've tried one of those once. <laughs> it's really odd. Yeah, really it's odd. Uh, that that chocolate taste kind of is because it's usually you know a dark chocolate taste that they that they do mm -hmm. with a chocolate stout. And so and dark chocolate is just it, it really should be considered poison. Oh come you know? on! I like dark dark chocolate better, but that's because I have dark allergies. So, <laughs> but yeah, I like it better. Too, I like it better. If I like mm -hmm. chocolate at all. I mean, yep. chocolate is poison for dogs, so, you know, dark chocolate is poison for humans. Yeah, no. Makes sense, right? Not going it's with logic. you on that one, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lantonio, we got another email from Straight Up Jack. Yeah, apparently uh, Jack wasn't satisfied with the first mountain of text. Okay. Well, well hey, it's good we, we like have it, lots we'll of mountains of text. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see what he has to say this time. Once again, he says, Hey, Shadow Soul Stoners, not sure if you have done something like this, but I thought it might be cool to have a segment of one feature from a previous Diablo that you m miss in the current. I have to go back to Diablo 1 since I never played Diablo 2. For me, the biggest thing that changed in softcore mode is when you die in D3, you respawn with all your gear. One of the best aspects of Diablo was if you died, all your gear was dropped at the spot that you died. Rings, gold, armor, everything. I think you even had to pick up a weapon on the way back down to retrieve your gear. That made dying in softcore something to be avoided at all costs. Unlike the current version, which lets you basically die with just about no penalty at all, minus some repair costs. It also meant you really had to have some help from friends to get back down to the dungeon and the spot you died to get your stuff back. You know the old story, back in my day, blah blah blah. But really, back in my day, kids today just don't know how hard it was back then. Straight up Jack. And he has a link to something, I haven't checked it out though. You know, I do not miss that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a sorceress in Diablo 2, it wasn't so bad because um, even without your gear, you were still pretty pretty good to go but uh as, yeah definitely like as a melee character terrible sometimes but you know yeah. yeah at least in diablo 2 if you died and you couldn't get back to your corpse you just exited the game created a new one and your corpse would be right there on the ground so mm -hmm. except for a little problem called strength glitching when you use charms and stuff to be able to wear strength right. gear mm -hmm. higher than what you had so it would appear that you were naked. Well, sometimes when you picked up your items, they didn't pop right back on them in a specific right. order. So you had to get it in-game. Otherwise, there was a possibility that it could glitch out and that when you went to the next game, you wouldn't have all your gear. Mm, so Because if you went out and hit the body... I, I think they actually ended up fixing it, but there was a point where if you went out and like hit your body and died again... And you have oh, like yeah. two bodies out. You could be have your gear could be spreaded throughout different bodies. And you, when you came into another game, you only have one. Right. So it would be mm -hmm. really annoying and really that. careful about doing that. Um, I think that because I remember doing Uber runs and dying, and I'd have to get back in to get my gear because you can't like leave your Uber run, and then only being able to right. pick up mm -hmm. like one piece and having Mephisto swarming you with uh, 
spawns. It was ridiculously hard. But yeah, it made it made dying a little bit more of annoying. So I mean, that, I've, if he's saying like you know that'd be a good idea for D three to make it, I don't think it'd be good just because I'm sick of it. But it would make people in softcore want to die a little bit less if they had to run all the way back down to get their gear every time. You know, we 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 had albeit it wasn't much of a death penalty, but there was a death penalty. You know, when Diablo three launched with the uh, increasing respawn timer. Oh yeah, I remember and that. <laughs> That wasn't very popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. Yeah. And I really don't think having to get your corpse would be very popular. Not with um, <laughs> not with the general population as it is today. Well, things yeah. were different back then, though, with D1. Because, I mean, I played that one a lot. I didn't really play D2 because my computer couldn't take it at first, and then life happened. But um, with D1, yeah, if you died, you had to go back down there and, you know, <laughs> you had to go back right there. It's like, there you were, you know? And, um... You know, if you didn't, your gear was gone. You know, if you started a new game, it was gone. If you started a new game instead, you'd uh, you'd lose progress to wherever you'd saved at before. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. significantly. So if you'd, like, you know, beaten the butcher or something, and then you died shortly after, you don't really want to restart, because you're going to have to do that again, you know? Um, so exactly. I know what he's talking about. It's different, but games were different back then. I mean... You know, that's yeah. that's how it was. It wasn't any of this, okay, you'll just respawn, you know, where you started or at your checkpoint or at somewhere safe. It just, it's just not the way it was at all. And I can remember games like, um, there's a game called Meridian 59, which is one of the first, like, MMORPG kind of things. And if you died in that game, it was online, you know, so you had, like, random people, you know, sort of like, wow, you know, we've got everybody from everywhere playing. It wasn't, you couldn't play it on your own, you know, it wasn't like single player on your own computer kind of thing. If you died in that game, <laughs> you ended up in a different realm, which was like an underworld realm, and you literally had to, like, you know, Mario your way out of there, okay? <laughs> and then, oh, no. then when you got out, you had to run back to where your corpse was. In the meantime, anyone who came across your corpse could pick all of your items off of it before you got yeah. there. You know, so I mean, games were different back then, <laughs> you know? It's a whole new world now, and yeah, kids don't know how hard it was back then, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But to answer his question, um, I know one of the things that I've missed from the previous is just having your followers have more gear on them, but being able to be in with uh, with other people in the game as well. Like having followers with multiplayer mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. And then having being able to create your own named games, I liked so yeah, that's probably one nostalgic thing that I've missed. I mean, I don't really miss much from D one. The game was <laughs> fun in its time, but I mean, nothing really was in it that I'm like, oh, I wish that was in D two or D three. I think the um, only thing I missed from uh, the skill books were kind of cool. I, I remember those. Yeah, it. those were good. You could load up. I remember you could get the skill books and like put it all on a weapon. I had a a rogue with like mm. a. I think it was some kind of bow that was like super overpowered from like that once. But um, I think the only thing I miss really from D1 is that it was actually scary. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're playing it at like, you know, three in the morning by yourself at night or well, three in the morning, whenever at night, I guess it depends on your viewpoint, but it's dark out, right? <laughs> and you're by yourself and like, I don't know, that butcher comes charging out the door and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and everything was really dark. Yeah, it was we dark. You didn't have light radius. Mm-mm. And you couldn't see stuff that was just beyond your little light radius. And you start with this tiny little narrow light radius, you know? You can increase it with a spell, but um, 
you didn't know what was out there. You'd hear stuff, but you couldn't see it. If you scrolled the cursor over that area, you might get an outline of one of them, but that doesn't mean they'd mm-hmm. be all of them. So you really had no way of knowing what you were getting into. Yeah. You know, and then you died on there and you're surrounded and you have to go back. It was just, I don't know. <laughs> it was the way games were, but I do miss, like, the, the scary factor. You know, the first time you fight Diablo is, like, you're scared, you know, <laughs> in a way that's different than now when everyone's kind of had the experience from D1 or, and or D2, you know? Yeah. I think the the story itself of D1 and D2 were just, I mean, I think we can all probably, I, I don't maybe you guys don't agree, but they were better than D3. I don't know who wrote them in comparison to who wrote D3, but it's the same guy, but just the storyline was much, 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 much more appealing in D2 and D1. Like, I wanted to sit and listen to all the NPCs. I, I didn't really get that dragged into listening to much of it in D3 in comparison to D2, especially. While Diablo 3's storyline was a little predictable, um, since we're talking about storyline, I still think that there's a lot of potential, and I'm going to bring up Matthew Rossi's uh, you know, discussion on, on the story. I think his post on that, and we're going to include a link to it because it's been a while since I've mentioned it, um, really gives you a different perspective on maybe what they were going for in the storyline. And uh, because it's kind of like a popcorn flick, you know, like the way that Diablo 3 plays, uh, at least with the storyline. I mean, the the immersion was great, and my son's making a ton of noise. I apologize. Sounds like he's making through. popcorn over there, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is uh, you know, it's, it's it's hard to explain other than just they they didn't flesh out the story. I don't know. What we'll see. Well, with D three, I think it helps if you come in from the perspective of like having read some of the books, and yeah. that was the first mm-hmm. in the series where that was useful. You know, the books didn't exist before D one, and some of them existed before right. D two. But like the Sin War stuff, you know, I mean, it changed yeah. a little in the game. It did, but if you kind of had a basic idea when it pops up in the game, you're going, "Oh yeah, that." You know, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, they, if they really wanted to, they could really flesh out the world and give you the ability to, you know, experience the lore that they've uh, they've created for Diablo 3, like, they've really fleshed out the universe and the lore behind the game, which is evident, especially, like, in the Book of Cain and mm-hmm. the forthcoming Book of Tyrael. Uh, there's a lot of depth to the storyline. It just, it didn't come through the game so well, so, while... I'd have killed for more cinematics than for yeah. one per act. Uh, I mean, the cinematics in D2 were great, and you think that, yeah, I know it takes a long time to never, you know, say it, but still... Mm-hmm. They had enough time to do them, and I I couldn't stand that. For the most part, we got two cinematics because they gave up two before the game came out. So I was pretty bummed about that. I was hoping there'd be a lot more, mm-hmm. and you know maybe something even if they're not in the game, something with Mephil or Mephisto and Bale, and a little bit more backstory from D two. They kind of turned it into its own story, but. As long as the expansion pack does not go Fight Club esque, where they say like Belial, I like I think I don't know if it was you who brought it up or someone else. Oh, it was um, uh, about the it, Zant, Belial. Yeah, Zant's um, Zant's oh. kind of like uh, story retcon. <laughs> yeah, I would be so upset if that's the route they went because it's kind of to me it seems like an extremely big cop out. Yeah, I'd rather have them, you know, go go all forward go back to normal and just say. Even like say okay, Diablo is dead, but Mephisto and Bale were the only ones that weren't put into the primeval source, so they get 
you know, they come back again. It's perfectly fine with me. Well, of course. You you would love to have Mephisto back. Yeah, as long as they don't do, oh, this didn't really happen. It was all a dream. Oh, no. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Like, oh, what you thought happened didn't happen. Yeah, whatever. Kind of like, you know, this person's dead. Oh, no, they're not. And, ah. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you one thing. With, um, I would say... 110% certainty that uh, we'll at least get a small taste of what what will be in store for us with the first expansion um, come in November. So, oh, well, if, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm positive we'll be. And um, if if you know, oh, uh, not if when they do announce the the expansion, because there's no way that they're not going to announce it at BlizzCon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll be. I'm sure we'll be able to get some. Uh, access to um chris metzen and uh you know and joe Moskira. remember josh until you come on our show i'm gonna always mispronounce your name anyways um but let's start bugging him on twitter yeah started, started. don't don't bug <laughs> don't him over much, don't over bug him you know i did it once okay once is all right yeah but um me. to pull it to pull it back to straight up jack's email um the one feature from Diablo 2 that I missed the most is the free farm mode where everything's up all the waypoints are up you can go yes. go to and from each act as you wish that's what I missed the most and uh, straight up Jack I, I don't know if you have a console game or console game, a console system but I, I suppose you don't necessarily need it because you can play this game on PC if you, if you like that having to get back to your corpse kind of um, gameplay mechanic, go play Dark Souls. So, yeah, there we go. Right. So, Jen, we we got an email from Torak. We do. Torak starts with, hello, my fellow stoners. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> it goes on Thanks, with, um, um, yeah, you know, I, I had not thought of that hey connotation man. when we started talking about the show. Let's call it Shattered Soulstone. Never really thought about how that would turn out, but that's okay. It's kind of cool. Um, so <laughs> it's Torek cosmic, says, man. It's cosmic. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so Torek says, First, let me begin by answering the question in episode 41 about my attending a retirement party and making it home in time for the night of D3. No, Mm -hmm. I didn't fake an illness. Didn't fake an illness to cut the party short. Not that I'm saying I wouldn't do that, because I would, but I was lucky, and the restaurant location was close to home. Also, I reminded my better half that we had a, quote, secondary retirement party, end quote, with beer, barbecue ribs, and such already planned for a few days later. This allowed me to get home in time to play some hardcore D3 with Brazia, a very cool guy, by the way, and had a blast. While I was fortunate enough to win the brawling, thanks for the cash, Lantonio, I must say both Brazia... Oh, sorry. Editing? No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he says, I must say both Brasia and Ninepad almost killed me. Thanks, good- Thank goodness for my shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going yeah. on, uh, he says, as far as, quote, Imperial Pale Ales are concerned, <laughs> uh, he says, don't waste your money. My personal taste on beer can be summed up as, if you can see through it, don't drink it. I agree with yep. him on that. Um, he goes on to say, I think Nevik may be able to back me up on that. The darker, the better. I recommend yep. a brew from a local Austin brewery called Black Metal, also sometimes referred to as Black Death. Oh, my. 
<laughs> he says, trust me, since it's 750 milliliters of pure awesome, you'll need one. Also, the bottle label will recommend it be drank during, quote, a leisurely reading of the Necronomicon, if this tells you anything. <laughs> I'll close out this email by saying one of my friends, Smilodon, recently lost his hardcore monk, level 50, who was his highest hardcore character. To aid his recovery, I passed him a few million gold, so the prize money is going to good use. I look forward to the next gaming night and hopefully can avoid aggroing the girlfriend long enough to play. And he's got like a winky smiley face after that. <laughs> he finishes with, until next time, keep playing and slaying. And that is from Torak. That was an awesome email, Tarek. Thank you. Yeah. And it also contains spoilers for Dead and Waiting 7? Yep. Yeah. It's only half done. Well, I can always get it done tomorrow, and you can put it out before you put it. There this you out. go. See? So That's either, true. Motivation. Either one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I only got like 40 minutes left on it. So oh, you can do it. I just got to actually do it. You can do it. I just got to <laughs> actually I could do it. I was going to do it before the show, but then leveling sounded so much funner. <laughs> More fun, whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Timey, wimey, wibbly, wobbly stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Exactly. The, ma the magic the magic of post-editing. Anyways, <laughs> we got an email from somebody that Lantonio knows very well. We got an email from Das, the old brother-in-law. And he wants to say, just want to want you guys to know I love listening to the show almost Paragon 100 in softcore and as of today he actually is Paragon 100 I can vouch for him congratulations be, congrats that's I will awesome be starting a, yep congratulations Chuck I will be starting a hardcore character and was curious to which one has the most survivability <sighs> well you haven't started a hardcore character yet so I, I don't even want to answer it I'm so disappointed he started a witch doctor in softcore <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's having Ugh. fun, obviously. He's almost Put. at Paragon, or he's at Paragon Put. 100, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, he wants to just take it easy. I don't know what he's waiting for. He said he's going to do one, but he'll see. I don't know. I don't see. See, Chuck don't get a lot of time to play. It seems like my sister is one of those. Man, it is a play games, you know? Oh, my God. Only gets to play when she's playing a video game, which maybe when Elder Scrolls comes out. I don't know. Mm, but mm -hmm. anyway, besides mm -hmm. the this point, is a concept that so, is not familiar to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. Unfortunately, with this there's whole not thing. a lot. There's not a lot of you out there, Jansen. That's it's, what I hear. I don't know why. They're not. Gaming is fun. They're, Everyone yeah. should play. I don't know. <laughs> no, they all like video games. Not, none of them will all say that. All women like video games, but all women like complaining more. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, you can send all of your hate mail <laughs> directed to Lantonio. He's on Twitter as well. Yeah. Yep, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so to answer so, your question, yeah. Dawes, Demon Hunter. Oh yeah, my! No. I don't know if I man. I love the Demon Hunter, and I haven't rolled one in you know, hardcore yet. Use a monk. Use a monk because you can pretty much use the exact same build in softcore monk as you can a hardcore monk. Or it's use probably a good idea. If you want really Just don't get overconfident. No, no. Oh, that's true that, with no, any class. Monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and hardcore, really, I honestly think the witch doctor is the most survivability. If you really yeah. want to play the most safest, with having um, spirit vessel, spirit walk, it, all that good stuff, it's really survival, easy survival. I mean. Like yeah. Nipad and Scanline got. Well, I'm sure they've upgraded now, but they were at points of having like 30k health doing MP2, MP1. You know, that's risky. Not worrying about it. Yeah, and they never had any issues. 
Yeah. I mean, not any major ones. So. Yeah, as much That's as what it I would pains say. me to say, probably the puke doctor. Yeah. Because because how can anything kill you when it's slip when it's slipping and sliding all over your puke on the floor? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh come Someone's on! Gotta be the best. <laughs> all <laughs> oh right, my. so. Our last email of the night comes to us from Rilandune, otherwise known as Rilandune. Dr. Drew. <laughs> Dr. Drew. Uh, greetings, stoners. <laughs> oh, man. I think we are stuck with this. Yep. I'm okay with Please. that, but <laughs> I think it may make people question things a bit. Yeah. Please pardon my level of noobishness when it comes to Diablo 2. I only began playing it just... Uh, the Christmas before the launch of Diablo 3, thanks to a very kind gift from a dear friend. Aw, that's so sweet of him. Anyways, you mention often the concept of ladder resets to restabilize the economy in Diablo 3, referencing the ladder resets in Diablo 2. I can only assume what that may mean, but it's very possible that what I'm envisioning is not correct. Could you please explain more fully what the ladder resets in Diablo 2 meant, how they worked, and what they did to fix the issue and or I'm sorry that to fix the issue that was present in that game and then explain how the same concept can apply to D3 and what that would do to fix the problem therein wow many thanks to you my friends in sanctuary and beyond cheers your friend Rilandune so you're not you're not asking for too much there are you real you know no don't don't expect just pretty, too much just from pretty us, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have the answer. 42. There you go. It's the answer and to life, Jen's the universe, robotting. and everything. And I'm roboting through this, rats. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to explain it a little bit, Nevik? Um, sure. Yes. Okay. So the latter season is basically a normal gameplay. You start out with the economies all fresh like you would on a dot launch day one, right? And you go through, you get all your items, everybody's going to level 99. Just pretend just like the same as launch on D3, except, you know, without error 37. So, everybody goes, gets whatever they want, eventually it comes time to do a ladder reset. So basically, they're at where we are now, where we would want a ladder reset. Mm -hmm. What happens is, everything, every single character on the game right now, goes into an area called non-ladder. Now in D2, the only difference between non-ladder and ladder was a restarting your characters and having certain items available only when you do the ladder season so that, it, you know, something to make you want to do that. And then the only way you could ever get those items on non-ladder was to, on a ladder reset, those items would go over, but they couldn't be technically made. You can be brought over so you don't lose anything. Mm -hmm. And what this does is it basically resets everything. So nobody has 20 billion gold, and one gold at the very beginning is worth a lot. And that's how it would help the economy. It basically takes everything away and makes you start over. No, you don't have to start over, but if you want to play in an awesome economy, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all it does. It, it, you don't lose your characters. They all go into a stockpile of just called non-ladder um, for Diablo 3 to probably convince people to play and not give up all their Paragon 100s, which, I mean, it'll, they'll always still be there, most likely, just a matter of if you want to play them or not. Um, there'll probably be um, certain legendaries that were only available in 
D3 ladder versus non D3 ladder. So you'd have to play the, the new ladder to be able to get these new items. For instance, if they do an itemization patch, uh, maybe the, and they'll do a ladder reset at the same time where if you want the new better items, you got to play ladder again instead of playing non ladder. That's pretty much all that it was. And it was great because it takes like six to eight months to totally ruin an economy. Yep. And yeah, we've like seen that. In, right. And in D2, it was all about high runes. And then, so, and sit west in the first day, nobody found high runes because you only get them in, in hell, which nobody could do hell for a long time because Diablo 2 is way harder than Diablo 3. And then, so eventually, you know, there's billions of runes, like there's billions of gold, and then they just wipe them all off, start fresh, and everybody gets to have fun, exciting, which that's what I did. I would basically go to um, start a new ladder character, and all my non-ladder characters, I would just take the equipment from non-ladder that can't be made in non-ladder, or from ladder that can't be made in non-ladder, sell that equipment, and then give away all the rest, until I got sick of doing restarting ladders, which mm-hmm. was just near the end. But usually I'd always do a new ladder season. It was amazing. I mean, you'd start... It's like starting off running in our Dead and Waiting Nights. How we all It's kind of cool when you're playing self-found. It's pretty much what it is because you go back to, oh, well, I can't go trade this for close to nothing and get whatever I want to get into hell mode. We actually all have to run it. We all have to do a team game and go straight through to the end. You know, it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. People give people excuses to race to level 99 again. So you can be the first for the second time, blah 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 blah. I don't think I really missed anything. Yeah, if um, now there there's a different um, uh, what what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, oh my goodness, uh, um, wow, I'm totally blanking on the word. It'll come to me in a second. But um, demographic, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, there's a different demographic of gamers, especially with Diablo 3. Um, say the people who got through normal, and al- although this existed in Diablo 2 as well, ladder reset may not do anything for them because, you know, they, they're not, they, they don't get to the end game every single time. You know, they're, they're not really interested in that. So I, I can see where ladder reset wouldn't, or wouldn't help those that demographic um but if you want a small taste of that and if so far all you've played is softcore if you want a small taste of what a ladder reset is start playing a hardcore character that's kind of what a ladder reset is like except for the fact that the um hardcore side economy is already established right now so right well trust me it'll feel even if you start right now playing hardcore and you're not having played hardcore at all the economy will feel like a billion times better in comparison to softcore. Because whereas something that costs two billion in softcore costs probably four hundred million in hardcore, just because there's less stuff available and every every single item, every single legendary you find, you can be somewhat excited about in hardcore. Every single one. Yeah. The other somewhat. the other benefit <laughs> to ladder resets is um, you know, w- once you get to that end game and you know you've been grinding, let let's say you hit Paragon 100, and I I know there's going to be a, a large demographic. of well, I shouldn't say large, but the demographic of people out there with Paragon 100s might feel slighted if there's a ladder reset, and they're like, what do you mean I have to start all over? That's not fair. Well, it's like, um, the, the one nice thing about a ladder reset is it gives you purpose to leveling again, you know? And, or it gives you a re- you know, a restart, you know? Maybe you'll try a different class, or try a different build as you're leveling up, you know? The, the game's changed since you first started playing it, so maybe it 
feels differently as you're playing through the game now as it is. It's what you need to keep a game like Diablo yeah. going for years. Honestly, how else can you... Could you see... Well, one year, look at what Diablo is about. The gold, for instance. It pretty much kind of sucks. So if you go another year, how much better? Imagine 10 years out if they didn't do anything mm -hmm. to the economy. Oh, yeah. How horrible it would be. No one would be playing after probably two years, three years max. So the reason D2 could go so long is because they kept starting over fresh so many times. And that's why it still goes today. So Yeah, they just they did need a letter set or what, something a couple closer. months back and Diablo 2. Actually, yeah. I think it was like a month or two ago only. Actually, you're right at the anniversary day, I think they did one. Yeah, like right before then, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's great. Trust me, it's like there's never a better time to play. I mean, like I said, if you want a taste of it, and you haven't played hardcore yet, played like uh, never said play hardcore, they'll give you a taste of it. But just totally imagine that you're playing and you find level three legendary boots within the first like 15 minutes of um, the new lottery set. That thing is gonna be worth a lot of gold, like so much gold. Right off the bat, imagine selling that on the auction house, you know, or the real money auction house for that matter. You wouldn't have a chance now. Then, you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, and um, come in September, there will be, quote-unquote, another ability to get a taste of uh, a ladder reset if you pick up the console version. So, there you go. <laughs> I will be. Yeah. I am I gonna be the only one that's gonna do it? No, I'm starting to wane on my, you know, disinterest with it. Um be only if only because of the allure of the uh the shoulders that are themed after Journey. Because <laughs> if if you have a PS three and if you play Journey, you know why. Journey is well, amazing. Hey, they're gonna need they're gonna need feedback from at least one of us. And what would be better than to have us two together to go destroy <laughs> the council of Diablo together? Yeah, and I guess we can play self found all by ourselves. Yeah, and you know Team. what? I'm probably mm -hmm. gonna have to buy it so that when we're down at BlizzCon and uh, well, when we're not drinking and not at a party. We we could be playing Diablo three in our in our hotel oh, room. Yeah, our oh hotel my room. god! Oh my god! Oh man, that would be so hey, geeky. Don't forget, I'm not playing on a little TV, so you got to bring one of your TVs. What? No, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck it in the trunk, man. Oh yeah, I'll just do that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. man. So speaking of the console version, E three just happened yep. um, last week, and wow. And wow about the news that just came out today. Um, Microsoft. Wow. Yeah, wow, it's. Microsoft. I've heard people describe this change as it's not the Microsoft Xbox One, it's the Xbox 180 now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. Complete circle from what they've done before. Um, yeah. I was well, just about face, writing about yeah. this earlier. Um, basically, not to steal your story, Nevik. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um, basically, Microsoft has kind of you know, heard the cry of enraged gamers everywhere about having to constantly be you know, connected online with your Xbox One. And I, I would dare say that the pressure came more from retailers. Probably that, too. But it still comes back to Microsoft the same way, you know. Um, yeah. But... They heard that, and they heard how people were just not thrilled about the idea of only being able to do new games. Like, you can't buy a used game, you can't give your friend a game, you can't buy a used game for your kid, for the Xbox oh, One. It's, yeah. and, and not just that, the online requirement. Right, um, we gotta check in and all that stuff. And The military 
had a very scathing article on Microsoft. Oh, I missed that. that. <laughs> You'll have to send me that. But um, basically, they've changed uh, their minds. I'll have to dig it up. They've okay. changed their minds, and you do you do yep. not have to be constantly online with the Xbox One anymore. That's not going to happen. You can use used games. You know, you can buy a used game and play it, a, a disc version. You know, you can do that. Yeah. You can hand the disc version to your friend, and your friend can play the game. You know, just like the PlayStation Four. You know, have you seen that little video? They're like, "This is how you share a game on PlayStation 4. Have you seen yeah, that? So- <laughs> yeah. yeah um, Sony came out. <laughs> the cute little video. The, uh, yeah, Sony came out the prom queen mm-hmm. of E3. Oh, totally. Plus, the PS3 or PS4 is like $100 less expensive than yep. the Xbox One. Now, that didn't change. Microsoft didn't change the price, but they did let you play offline and let you yeah. use you know games that are used. So. I wonder if that's going to be like a little catch. Like, yeah, you can play offline. Angry Birds... But uh, if you want to play anything that anybody wants to play, you have to be... I don't know. They didn't really clarify too much, but I think they're just... I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Now, it said that, like, obviously, if you bought um, an online copy of the game, you couldn't... I don't think you can hand that to your friend, but you could still play it. It said the thing that I read from um, Microsoft today, from their Xbox blog said something to the effect of you can if you bought like an online version of a game instead of like bought the disc itself you could right. still play it offline is what they were saying yep which is good because um also people there was a wow we're really sidetracking off of diablo but just to bring this uh there was a tweet a couple days like maybe a couple days ago where somebody asked if you know for Whatever, whatever reason their account got banned, you know their Xbox Live account got banned. Would that render their all of their game library unplayable? And customer service said exactly that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I I imagine that that caused a large outcry as well. I would think <laughs> from so. From a lot of from a lot of consumer protection groups, and they're like, uh, that would be great if people didn't get banned for no reason. But unfortunately, people do get banned yeah, so. for no reason. So. Yeah, so it's still got problems. But if you're thinking about, you know, picking up a console and playing D3 on it, you know, there's yeah. there's some information for you to base things on. I, I don't know about you, Navic, but I'm pretty sure I made the mistake of buying an Xbox console already. I'm never. I don't know if I'm going to do that again. I mean, the one I have has dust collection if it wasn't for the stuff kid playing it all the time but but hey titanfall right I mean, but yeah and they, there's nothing on that's going to be xbox exclusive that'll make me go have to have it forza's close for me forza 5 yeah is really Grand close Turismo works just as good in halo <laughs> and Halo is like, uh, yeah. But anyways, meh. I brought up the console because at E3, Blizzard had a very, very strong showing for Diablo 3 on PS3. Um, just about everybody who played it absolutely loved it. And uh, there was a new multiplayer trailer um, that showed different, uh, different perspectives. Um, for example, uh, you can play online and couch co-op yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could play with one person at home and be playing with two people from wherever. Yeah, or two people at, or you know, like three people local, and then w- pull in a third per- or fourth person mm-hmm. from online. That's really cool. I like that yeah. a lot. That is a very cool thing. And uh, although I, you know, obviously haven't played it yet, but from what I can tell, it looks like it plays really, really good. Uh, everybody said that it feels great. It 
And although we've heard this before, you know, from Bashiok, former community manager for the Diablo 3 team, he said, man, this feels great on a controller. So I guess, I guess it was true. Yeah. And the video I saw, I think it might be the same one you saw. When you're playing in multiplayer, it had like a ring of color around the feet of your character. So if you were yep. player one, you just look for, you know, whatever color that's assigned. Like, I don't know, if player one is green, you know, the guy with the green circle is you. So if you're all playing barbarians, you know, yep. and you don't know which one is which, it just made it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, four barbarians. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Thinking about that video. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, I... I, I have to I have to admit I'm I'm starting to think that maybe I will be getting Diablo three on PS three. Um, like I said, if only I think you should do it now. If only because it. of those shoulders. <laughs> and hopefully uh here here's an interesting thing. If you were if you know, most of our listeners are predominantly PC gamers and probably may or may not have any interest in the PS three version. You you may have a question as to what version of Diablo three the PlayStation 3 and the 360 and later on the PS4 version will be running currently and this is you know as of the current development cycle uh, the PlayStation 3 version along with the 360 version is 108 one, or I mean 107 with some of the uh, changes from 108 you know like the character class changes and stuff like that doesn't include like all of these social features you know because it's a different echo it's a whole ecosystem? different system. Yeah, I guess ecosystem yeah. would work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that's what that's what it's going to be at launch. So did they confirm that? Yes, it has been confirmed. Okay, because before that's a back statement. Because before they said they'd be at launch of console, console will be at the exact same patch note as the P as the PC. Yeah, I think they walked walked that back a little bit by um, mm -hmm. saying that they're going to have, you know, somewhat of a staggered development cycle. You know, the PC version may get updates sooner than the console. I, that hasn't actually been worked out because we don't know when 109 is coming. Right. And we, we're, we're hoping that 109 will, will get some news soon. Because, you know, it's been a couple months since 108 launched. Well, I shouldn't say a couple months. It's been, what, maybe two months? It's really mm, I can't remember. Wow. But it's, it's about that time, you know, after a patch where we start hearing about, you know, possibly a PTR going up. Or at least some features that are going to be included in the next patch. And I, I imagine, you know, with E3 coming up, they were a little distracted with getting all of their E3 stuff in line. Because... If if you're not familiar with game development, E3 is kind of kind of um, a burden for developers, where you pretty much have to pr stop production on what you're working on to create a good demo to show off at E3. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that may have affected you know our timetable just a little bit on 109, but maybe we'll hear something soon. So I I'm optimistic. I, I do know that um, there was an interview with uh, Joe Muscara. Yeah, there we go. Jush Muscara. Yeah. Like I said, Josh, come on our show. I'll stop mispronouncing your name. But um, that uh, the itemization patch is not close and will not be even before BlizzCon. Now, 
Some people have interpreted this to mean that, oh, that means nothing is coming until after BlizzCon. Well, maybe, maybe not. You know, let's say that it is that that is true, you know? Let's say that we don't get anything until after BlizzCon. Does that suck? Yes. Is it the end of the world? No. <laughs> because, I mean, we're not paying a monthly subscription, right? Right. It doesn't work that way, so... There's still stuff to do, you know? Yeah. Go play with your friends, you know? Or go play summer quick <laughs> or yeah. go, go play something else you know go go out play not sim city but you could go yeah. out and play you know like the last of us you know what i think we should do we should go out and eat a snickers and come back <laughs> and you know who we're talking to you know who you are you just go settle down i don't need any more of your negativity i got I already got one negative nancy i don't need two you understand you, you could right. you could go play you could go play <laughs> david brevik's game the Marvel Heroes, and um, just be warned, although at some point I imagine Gazillion will step back their insanely overpriced costumes and characters in that game, but um, that's all I'm going to say. Well, I can, I can say just a little bit of a spoiler that a certain someone that we could, could possibly be talking to currently has a level 60 monk. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, yeah... So, yeah, if we don't get anything until after BlizzCon, you know, like I said, it's not the end of the world, you know, you're you're free to come and go as as you like, you know, hopefully you still listen to us because we're entertaining, or at least we try, we try to be. Yeah. But, um, you know, is if you need to take a break from Diablo 3, then do it, you know, don't burn yourself out on Diablo 3. Do not do that, you know, if if you're getting bored, take a break. Do something else. Yeah, and then come back. Come back when you when when you feel the feel the urge. Right. You can always like you can always catch up on our podcasts that you missed if you want to. They'll still be there. You know, yep. <laughs> it's okay. Exactly. You don't you don't have to hate the game just because you want to take a break. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's see. The other thing, um, the PlayStation Three version, if you pre-order. Um, now we're. Antonio, do you remember if all these things were confirmed as uh, pre-order bonuses, or are they just like, um, no, you know what? Well, there's PS3 exclusive pre-order bonus, and... Yeah, it's all mixed in together, so not all these things are exclusive for pre-orders. It's just the uh, Infernal Helm and... Are the... Ang- oh, okay, yeah, the pre-order items are the Infernal en- Helm which is new, plus the angelic wings and the bottled cloud die and bottled smoke die, which, you know, if you got the collector's edition, that's what you got, were the angelic wings and the two dies. But then the exclusive PS3 items, which, you know, like I said, has me really reconsidering the PS3 version. Uh, you have a her- the Hero's Journey, which is a legendary shoulder item, Drake's Amulet, which is a legendary amulet, and both of those are low-level item, low-level legendaries. Also, Leoric's Gauntlets, I think, are also low-level. Low they actually all, I mean, like, the Hero's Journey says on the picture that it's a level 57, but it looks like a level 1. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, those tool, t- the tool, item level for those items is incorrect. That's been confirmed. Uh, was it? Oh, okay. I was, was gonna say because, who confirmed like, that, or was it like yeah, a level fifty-seven with five vitality only? I, I think that would be. Yeah, I think it. those are level <laughs> one legendaries. So they should be. Um, the only one that is a high level legendary is Leah's ring. So that's pretty cool. And um, 
the crimson angelic wings. I want those. Those look awesome. Those look really awesome. But um, also out of the interview with uh, Josh... Oh, I'm sorry. Josh Mascara. Mascara. There we go. We'll go with Mascara. Let's go go with that. Um... Uh, we we might actually see some features coming to the PC version from the console version. Now, what this could mean, I don't think this is me. This will mean that we'll get the evade roll from the console. But what I think it means is we may see the uh, the item at at a glance when you mouse over it, with, without having to hold down Control or Alt or whatever it is. I I can't think off the top of my head which button you have to press. I can't remember, but I know what you mean. Control. So you just like it, slide the cursor mouse. over it and there you go. Yeah, and it'll give yeah, you like gr- green or red arrows for um if you if you watch the video you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. I think that might be coming to to the PC version. And obviously the I, I don't think that means we'll get an offline mode for PC because yeah. Because PC version is tied into Battle.net, right. and you cannot do Battle.net offline. So, there you go. That's at least what they said. The console mm-hmm. version is not using Battle.net, so therefore, if if you missed that um, from one of our earlier shows, no, you will not be able to play with PlayStation or con- well, console players at all from your PC. So Or your Mac, for that matter. Same thing, but um, yeah. yeah. And I don't think you could play like on the PlayStation and play somebody on the Xbox either. I think it's all kind of proprietary. Right, because those are yep. those are separate networks. Yep. And uh, you won't have to have Xbox Live. Well, you don't have to have PlayStation Plus in order to play PS3 online, Diablo 3 on PS3 online. There we go. That's more. That's more correct. Well, you don't have to have PlayStation Plus to play any game online. So. Yeah, that's correct. That's one of those Xbox exclusive, awesome things where you gotta pay to play it once you buy the console too, mm-hmm. and the game, and you still gotta pay to go on the internet. Oh boy, here wow. goes another side tangent. Um, <laughs> it, Don't get me started. PlayStation I Four pay for another PlayStation Four in order to play games <laughs> online, you will have to have PlayStation Plus. So what? Yep, you you must have missed that during the Sony conference. I haven't watched it all yet, but I think I'm gonna. Just get a new computer instead of buying any console now. That just totally upset me. <laughs> Do you need a Snickers bar? No, I need something a lot more satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need, I need a free-to-play online system that you already pay for, so why do you got to pay again? So, mm. Well, they better take off all the ads then. I don't want to see any ads for anything. If I'm paying I, I will I will say this about the PlayStation Plus. Um, they've added a lot of value to it. Uh, you get free games, although you. I've I've had PS Plus before. It's yeah. it, it's okay. As I complain less about the PlayStation paying for that than I would for Xbox. But I'm fine with it because I, I'm used to it from you know being a 360 owner. So yeah, it's not that bad in price. You know, actually, they give you don't they give you. To give you like three extra months when you buy a year package too, and it's only fifty instead of sixty-five or whatever. Sixty, so yeah. We'll see. Whatever it's going to be now, who cares? It's yeah. One one sees the other one doing it, making money. The other one wants a month yet. That's what I see. So yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So Continue. I think with that, um, before we side tangent onto more console news that isn't applicable <laughs> to Diablo three or any of our listeners in general, um, 
May- our listeners are gamers. It's a fucking cool film. They like well, it. Yeah, uh, a lot of our listeners are gamers, but, you know, some of them are just Diablo fanatics, and that's all they play, so... Yeah. They still like us ranting and raving, trust Oh, me. yeah. That's generally entertaining in any <laughs> podcast. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so... Like, like I said, let let me close out this show before before we really, you know, digress for another half an hour on the console wars. So, thank you, everybody. You have been listening to the answer to everything, or I mean, episode forty-two of this Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you have missed an episode, you can go back to, and find those episodes on our show blog. Um, wow, I totally messed that up. Which you can find at ShatteredSoulStone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, and I really hope you do, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tags page. There you'll find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. This show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. And if if you haven't noticed by now, we love Twitter, so come and join Twitter and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I am at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, we're just going to be doing 180s until we get it right. No more pay to play. This episode, Song of the Show, gets us onto the Diablo remix path. Well, I, I guess we could call it a path. Maybe a cloud. Or maybe a sound cloud, if you will. It's a remix dating all the way back to the original Diablo, and it is done by a SoundCloud user, Drugus. The title of the song is Tristram Village Remix, which you can find at soundcloud.com slash Drugus. When I first heard this song, I just, I instantly fell in love with it. And I'm sure all of you will share my sentiments and hopefully we can get more out of this guy. But the song was posted three years ago and there hasn't been much activity on his account since then. So who knows, maybe someday. But without further ado, here is Tristram Village Remix.
This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.